Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Don and Marley's Extravaganza, hosted by none other than myself. I go by the name of Don. And it's me, Marley. What's up, fam bam? Now, what's good with y'all? You know, it's been, uh, I think, a, a week or so since the last episode yeah, I think was maybe like a week and a half ish. Yeah, since you know, the last. Sometimes life just be catching up and just gets in the way. And vacations and going out of town. I got a kid, you know, kids, jobs, things like that get in the way. Trying to be yeah. better people, working out, trying to eat right, trying to get sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an everyday struggle, you know, just trying to just trying to stay balanced and you know have uh, reach homeostasis, you know, to to where you just. Uh, you know, peaceful for the most part, because it's easy to um, it's easy to just go left and stuff and go right. And, you know, off air, we just were having a conversation about um, anger well, in terms of my my anger and stuff like that. Like I was just talk, telling a uh, story about how I was younger and got involved in like well, I almost got into like a fight at school when I was in like middle school and stuff and how it angered me and had to, um, had to let out the anger and I uh, punched a, a hole in a wall at my, my brother's house. I'm sure he remembers that because I didn't say that until I just ran out of the house. I was angry. It was like, it was very dramatic. Um, now you have to bring it up to your brother as an adult. Like, bro, you remember that time when I was a teenager? Now he might not remember, but he might not remember. It was it was like that was like fourteen years ago. Yeah, because I was like thirteen. I'm twenty seven now. You definitely bring it up now for sure. Yeah, because it looked like I had woke him up out his sleep. Because I was like, man, what? I was like, I was in there. (laughs) (laughs) I was like about crying and stuff. I was like, I was that, I was that angry. I was that angry. I was like, man. I don't think I've ever. Well, hold on. Not as a teen, I never been named. Not as an adult, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and it's it's easy though. Like for me, I've always, when I was younger, as a child, you know, that's one thing that they were saying. Um, I had like behavior problems and stuff as a kid because they were saying, you know, you got to learn how to control your anger and stuff like that. So I had to do what they say. Um, this was like elementary. I remember I had to do like like self-esteem classes and stuff like that to control my, uh, they said my anger and stuff like that. And I remember doing that and, and it's interesting how that, that type of stuff can pass down, you know, from generation to generation. Cause I'm a lot, I'm a lot like my dad in that regard. Like he has a, a short it's temper. Like kind of like zero to a hundred. It's just like once the switch is, Flips. Yeah, it's just like there's it. It just is what it is. There's no going back. Yeah, um, which I mean, I, I've learned since you know maturing how to control that anger. Because um, yeah, I, I get it from I get it from my dad because he 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 has a short temper like that, and I've seen him have outbursts and stuff. Uh, like when I was growing up and getting into arguments and stuff at, with my mom and stuff like that, and. Mm-hmm. You know that I mean that passed down to me in a sense, but I've learned over the years how to kind of put that energy into other things, you know, and to avoid going to that boiling point level because 
I know for me, when I get to that level, it's hard for me to calm down and stuff and chill out. And, you know, it's not going to be good, like, for anybody around me, you know, to be like that. Because I say especially for us as, like, brown and black people that we're passionate about things a lot. And so sometimes that passion can be seen as aggression or like, why are you always so angry? And it's like, no, I'm not angry. I'm just very, very passionate about what's happening or the topic that I'm thinking about or talking about. And it's hard to turn that off. Sometimes, like you said, you have to really program yourself. You have to learn how to control or like you said, put that energy in a different aspect of your life. Like for me, I used to be kind of hot headed or like just ready to pop off. But the older that I get, I have my bachelor's in counseling psychology. So I literally utilize that any day. Like right now I work kind of in a corporate op. I work for the government. So I work in like, you know, you can't just be popping off mm-hmm. with a government job, you know? And so when there's a situation that might be a little difficult now, I have to listen actively more than I speak. And so even if I feel completely and utterly disrespected, I have to listen before I speak. And I can't listen and respond. I I can't. You shouldn't listen just to have a response. You should actively listen to absorb what's being said. And a lot of people may not get that. You don't just respond off the top of your head, like the first thing. You have to respond and think, how is this going to help make the situation better? You know, like complain with a purpose. That's something that I think about. If I'm going to complain about something, have a solution for it. Don't just say, I don't like that we do this process this way because it's so slow. Have a solution. I don't like this. It's really slow, but we can do it this way. And this would help us in this aspect or whatever, whatever, you know, you have to come up with a solution because sometimes we as a people, we like to just complain, but don't have no solutions to how to fix the situation at hand. And it's like, look, that's why sometimes we be having a bad rep and people are just like, oh, like Latinos are so loud and so this and so that, like. We passionate as fuck. And if we like something, we're going to be loud about it. If we don't like something, we're still going to be loud about it. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it can be difficult. And again, with as now I've become really chill myself. I'm very chill. I'm a viejita. I'm a little old lady, okay? <laughs> I'm going to be 31 in the next week and a half. I'll be 31 on the 31st. And I'm like, people are asking me, what are you going to do for your birthday? What do you got planned? And I'm like, I'm probably going to go to a pumpkin patch with my daughter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gonna dress her up. Uh, we're going to dress up as witches. Maybe okay. take a few photos. Maybe um, eat a slice of cake or something. And maybe sip some wine. That's what I'm planning. Like, and hey, I, wouldn't have any, nice. I wouldn't have it any other way. You know? Yeah, that's like, that's nice. And you know, when you're younger, you think like it's my birthday. I'm trying to turn up. I'm trying yeah. to be with my friends. I'm trying to make memories. Yeah, those are the memories I want to make now. 
I want to make memories with my daughter and I want to be at peace with myself, you know, like just, I had weight loss surgery like in July. And so I've lost like almost 70 pounds and my body is just changing so quickly. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying, mm, I'm trying to catch my brain up to it. Like to tell my brain, like, this is us. This is, this is really what reality is now. Mm. And it's so wild. Like, it's not a secret that I have. I just haven't like posted it on like my social media or anything, but like I, I post pictures and videos of me, but a lot of people don't know. And I'm like, again, it's not a secret. I just, if you want to know, just ask. Hey, girl, you been working out? Yes, I have been working out, but I also had weight loss surgery, girl. And uh, I mean, that, that's, you know, it's sort of the more of a popular thing to do nowadays. Not so much as weight loss, but in terms of like BBLs and stuff like that. You know, I see, um, right. I see that a lot online, and you know, there it, it brings a, it brings a lot of debate. Uh, you know, and just in society, people are like, well, why do women feel the need? They, why do they feel like they have to do this? Why do they feel like they got to, you know, change what, you know, God's image of them is? And, you know, to, to see this, you know, to have this, they got this perception in their mind of what they should look like. But why can't they just appreciate what they have? You know what I mean? And I look at it like. Think about how women are perceived in society, too. Like the first thing you talk about on a woman is what she looked like. What did she have on? How did her makeup look? Her hair, her lashes. Then you say, like, because think about it, politicians and stuff. These politicians that are men, they maybe have like a suit on or maybe business attire. And all right, cool. That's it. Politicians that are women. They have to look nice. They have to be friendly. They have to have their hair nice and neat and put a little some kind of makeup on. Nails look neat. Maybe a, a heel or some kind of, you know, decent looking shoe. All that matters because if a politician that's a woman comes with the same energy that these men have, they can be like, she look kind of sloppy. She like a soup sandwich. I mean, it's just sloppy. And it's, society is harder on women and what they look like than the, than it is on men, just to be honest. I've never had plastic surgery, but I'm not opposed to it, you know? If that's what I feel I want to do and it's my, it's going to make my perception of myself increase, shoot, I'll do it. Now, BBLs um, are becoming like the more information is coming out about it and that it's one of the riskiest, most dangerous plastic surgeries to have due to complications that can happen. But it's like the culture that we're in of having a huge ass is like the bigger, the ass, the better. And it's like, is it worth it? Are you doing this for you? Or are you doing this for like the wrong attention? Yeah. Just to, to get, you know, clout and get a bunch of likes and comments from, people that don't even know you online, you know what I mean? Like, it, you know, people, just certain people look for that type of gratification, you know, instant gratification. And right. At certain points, you know, back, it goes back to what I was saying when I was younger, I had to do like self-esteem classes. It's about you, your self-esteem. But then again, 
I see certain pictures. I seen one of post from, uh, you know, the popular surgeon, Dr. Miami posted a picture of a girl before and after. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right, I see why she got the surgery. I was like, okay, he, you know, he, he did that right there. Cause she definitely got it now. She got it. But have she, you went, ever seen, she, she went, what yeah. I'm saying, like, have you ever seen like a before and after picture? And you're like, she looked fine before. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. I've, I've seen that several times. I just be like, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't personally have a, a problem with it. You know, it's just about you know doing what you think, doing what makes you happy. You know, truly, that's what it should be about. I don't see nothing wrong with it at all. Like me losing this weight, and I'm still losing more weight. I'm going to have saggy skin. I'm going to have loose skin, and I'm going to have it nipped and tucked you feel me and again i'm doing that to make me feel better because i want to i have a certain perception of myself and how i want to look in clothes and bathing suits like again i'm not doing this and i think that's what it comes down to when it comes down to like plastic surgery and things you really have to do it for yourself you cannot do it for the perception of anyone else are you happy with how it looks? That's why, like, some women, they get breast implants, and they go from, like, a flat A cup to, like, just a C cup or mm. a large B. And it's like, well, damn, why would you do plastic surgery just to go up a little bit? Look, if that's what she wanted and she feels like she's that bitch, guess what? She is. And it's her prerogative. And you're not paying not nail bill in her house, Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um would you think men uh would do plastic surgery more? Or they probably do, they just aren't um vocal about it. I you know you know with men, I see certain people that have uh status and celebrities and I've seen them say that they've done plastic surgery. Um like who? Uh, a couple of years. <laughs> couple years ago uh he doesn't go by um his other name he goes by yay now he just legally changed his name to yay a couple years ago when he was wilding out you know on like tmz he said he, he literally said he's like i went and i got um liposuction you know why because i wanted to look good for y'all y'all were like calling me fat and all this other so i, I went and got lipo yeah i did it you know, there's rumors. Oh, I see rumors yeah, about yeah. people like uh, Drake having liposurgery. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I believe it too. I mean, you got all that money, and you're always in the spotlight, and you can you can limit comments and stuff like that. But you still see those comments that stick out or people hating. Like, I mean, yeah, you got to have tough skin to be out in the public eye, but at a certain point, it. I mean, you're still a human, though, right? You know, so it's exactly. still going to affect. Though, with celebrities, because. If you think about it, that's part of their job. They get yeah. paid to look good or to look a certain way. So, like, essentially, them having plastic surgery or facials or whatever, that's a tax write-off because that is part of their job. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I've seen I it, dude. paid to look good, you think I would look like this? <laughs> I look good now. This is God-given, though. Yeah. If I got paid to look better, baby, I would be a different woman. 
Oh yeah. I would be a different woman. Yeah, like um, I do this for my own recreational purposes. Now I do this for shits and giggles. I was gonna say paid to look good, it would be a different story. I've seen a video of like a a public figure, um a male public figure, DJ uh Funk Flex. He he literally posted a video of him having like lipo or whatever. They were like putting the they were like sticking in his like his stomach. Was he awake? Yeah, yeah, I think no. Oh, was it lipo? Yeah, I think it was lipo. They were like, they were like sticking this long uh, rod in and out of his like Thanks, body. Man, that's insane. Stomach or back or something like that. And people like, what the fuck? They're like, yo, what the, they're like, yo, why are you posting this? And he was like, he put in like the caption, pretty much like, you know, I'm just doing this to show you know people that look, dudes, you know, you can do this if you want to do this and. Shouldn't be afraid of what people think or yada yada yada. Yeah, do you, bro? But don't post it on social media. Yeah, he posted, it. yeah, it, it hit you the, on the Instagram. Procedure. Don't post the procedure. Yeah, he was posting the procedure. I was like, oh. I was like, Ugh. but you know, he got a check for that or something. You know, who knows? Who freaking knows? Let me ask you: If you were paid to have a procedure like lipo, and they were like, look, if you post the procedure on your social media we'll do it for free we just want the exposure would you do it that goes against my what i stand for it goes against what you stand for yeah it goes against i don't i don't i'm not moved by money like i feel like my purpose is way more than that you know i know that's um i couldn't personally do it because that just this it just goes against what i stand for um, now in terms of having surgeries and stuff, I can't see me personally ever doing like some lipo or nothing like that. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just somebody that's, I'm very, um, prideful and stuff. So I'll just, you know, I'm like, you know, I, I can get there if I focus, do anything in life, if you focus on it, you know, so I can, I see myself and I look in the mirror, I'm like, yo, I'm like, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a solid looking dude now. I'm blue. I'm like, yo, if I drop, I drop X amount of weight and get them ass there. Next level, I'm next level with it. Take the glasses off. You feel me? Different. Ooh. I'm gonna grow my now hair I back out. I have had LASIK. I have had LASIK. I've yeah, I, I'm thinking about doing it. I'm thinking, shoot, I can afford it now. I'm thinking about getting like veneers and stuff at some point. You know, because that's just something I've wanted to do for a while. Not get those huge ones, but I've, I've been thinking about doing that. Yeah, I was thinking about flying. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about going to like uh, Columbia because you know it's cheaper out there. But I was mm-hmm. like, ah, I don't know if I'm gonna fly out there to Columbia to do it. I might just you know stay somewhere. Start with States. Miami, right? Start with Florida. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's just me though. But even even if I don't reach that, I'm still me. I still got a lot going on, and I'm still happy with who I am as a person. Again, you know, you would make that decision for yourself. You would do it because you want to, not because right. like you get paid to do it or someone's going to give you a discount, you would do it because, oh yeah, I like the way I look like this. That's true. That's true. Um, But yeah, it's important because like even what you were saying before about, you know, weight loss, um, surgery and stuff like that, like or people before and after people lose a bunch of weight and stuff like that. And you see it all the time. Like another decision for me to even go through with the weight loss surgery, like, I started this procedure, the whole, it's like, uh, the whole thing. It, I started in January of this year. 
Mm-hmm. And you have to like go to doctor's appointments and stuff. And like, I was like, I don't even think I qualify. Like, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. I was like, um, that's for like the people to be on like my 600 pound life. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm not sitting in the bed cooking hot wings. You know, I'm not doing that. But when I went to the doctor, in the first appointment, like kind of this consultation, and they took my leg, they did all this stuff, they asked me about my activity and things. It was like, the doctor flat out, he was like, you are the perfect candidate for this procedure. And I was like, damn. I was like, the perfect <laughs> candidate. <laughs> I was like the perfect. He was selling you on it. He was like, look, he look was like, you know, I got you. But then like a year or two, like, you're gonna look like J Lo. I promise you. You're gonna he, look just like J Lo. <laughs> we gonna we send your information to the insurance company. Let's go, girl. Let's mm-hmm. go. And then when it came out to they're like, This is your last appointment before we call you to schedule your procedure. I was like thinking in my head, I can still back out, like. I could still back out of this. Like, again, I was active, but, like, I could feel the extra weight on me. I could feel that I was winded walking up steps. Like, you know, things like that. And I love food. I loved food. Good food. I didn't like sweets. Mm. I was into, like, look, I'm Puerto Rican. I want some rice. I want some beans. I want some, you know, carne, tostones, some chicken, something like that, you know? And I was like, I got to nip this in the butt. Like, I'm, I started at 319 pounds, which is crazy. Wow. Crazy. Wow. And so I lost 10 pounds before I had my procedure. So I started at 309 the day I had my surgery, July 19th. And right now, I just hit my 90 days on October 19th. I'm down 70 pounds. Congratulations. That's, that's what's up. Which, that's what's again, up. it's so crazy. That's crazy yeah. to me. That's like 70 up. pounds in three months, 90 days. And they're like, oh, yeah, girl, like expect to lose about 150. Mm. And I'm like, what the freak? Again, I still, even the day of surgery, I'm at the hospital. My best friend from college, like she was my sophomore year college roommate. And we still friends now. She's the one that drove me to the hospital. She was like, how you feeling? I was like, I feel like, should I back out? Like, should I not do this? And she was like, I mean, we already here. It's four o'clock in the morning. Like, and it was like everything. I was supposed to have the procedure at like one in the afternoon. They called me the day before and they were like, no, two days before. They called me two days before and they were like, hey girl, something happened and the person that was supposed to have their procedure in the morning, the first person backed out. So you want to go first? And I was like, oh, okay. I guess what time you be there? They're like, oh, just be here at like seven. Then they called me like the day before and it was like, okay, um, the doctor can bump you up. You can actually have your procedure at like six or so be here at five. I was like, what? I was like, what? So it was like everything was just falling into place for me to have it done. When I was trying to schedule it, the doctor, well, the woman on behalf of the doctor, she was like, hey, you know, this was like in June, they called for me to schedule. 
She was like, yeah, the earliest we can get you is July 19th. And I was like, dang, that's like two weeks away. I was like, how about August 9th? Something like that. And they were like, that's the only week the doctor is going to be, the surgeon is going to be on vacation. Like he, that's the only time he's going to be on vacation. And so I took that as a sign as like, look, if I don't do this ASAP, I'm not going to do it. And so I was like, okay, God, I see what you, I see what you're doing, God. I said, you know what? Just go ahead and put me on in on the 19th, July 19th. I'll tell my job. I told my job, my boss, and and then he was just like, oh, you were for real? I was like, yeah, I was for real, for real. And he was like, oh, shoot now. Okay, now. He was like, but now we need you back here, okay? So we can't, he was like, make sure you do what you got to do because we can't lose you, okay? You are essential. Mm. I said, oh, I know. I know. <laughs> but like my mom had this procedure done maybe two years ago, almost three years ago. And she didn't have the best experience. Like she almost died. It was, mm. she had a lot of complications, but also she was a little bit older. She didn't take care of herself. She wasn't following the instructions. Um, the after the post surgery care instructions, but I can honestly say like everything has been so smooth and easy going. Now I don't recommend this procedure for everybody. I'm not a doctor, so I can't be like, yes, girl, go get it done. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend this procedure to everybody because your body physically has the the procedure, but your mind is still in that space. Like it takes time for your mind to catch up. Like you still crave stuff. Your mouth still waters when you see food that you've liked or you smell food, but you just can't eat it. You can't mm. eat fast or you can't eat big bites. And like three bites in, you're full, like Thanksgiving dinner full. And you're just like, Ugh. like, is this even worth it? Is this even like mm. a lot of food? You got a lot of leftovers. So hopefully you, you hang around people that eat leftovers for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, if you're single, you a cheap date now, which I don't like that. <laughs> uh-huh, I bet. I, I bet. like to run these men for their pockets. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. Um, just, it's it's a lot. So it does take time. And I'm still coping, like, still getting my head around this whole concept of, like, this is the new normal now. This is my new normal. And it'll get better in due time. But I'm like, wow, like I ordered clothes that came the other day and I ordered like a one X and I was like, oh my gosh, like, and it fits like nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's I was trying to get outfits for my birthday and I was like, oh, these probably aren't going to fit by this time. It's going to be too, too small. They fit perfect. And I ordered them about a month ago. Wow. So it's just any type of procedure like that, whether it's plastics or like corrective procedures. Like I said, I had LASIK eye surgery in 2019 and I was scared about that. And you're awake when you do that. It was a 20 minute procedure that I waited 10 years to do. And I wish I would have done it sooner. 20 minutes changed my whole, my whole life. You know how, what it is to wake up and just see 
you ain't gotta put no glasses on. You ain't gotta put contacts on. Like, you know what? I would have done it again. So hopefully, I hope, I hope that plastic surgery would be kind of the same way, you know? Like, I know it's going to hurt. I know it's going to hurt and that it's going to take recovery. But I hope that it's going to, like, in the long run, it'll be like, dang, I'm so glad I did this. I hope. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, I mean... You know, again, it's, you know, it's just about how you view yourself at the end of the day and what you're trying to do, you know, to, to reach your, your, your peace, your, you know, to find your happiness uh, in life, you know. So I just suggest, you know, going for what you think is worth it, you know, dependent. I mean, it doesn't matter what the next person does, because, I mean, it's your, you know, it's your life at the end of the day, you know, and even with like. I wanted to say even with like before and after pictures, like I've seen a people before they've lost like, you know, a bunch of weight and stuff. It's like, sometimes I'll be like, dang, like, I'm like, and like, even in the comments, sometimes they're like, they'd be like, dang, she looked better before. After she really? did that. Yes. I've seen that. I've seen dudes say that in the comments, you know, the, that's so rude. That, no, I mean like, no, I mean, they're not trying to, I don't think they're trying to come off that way. They're trying mm. to say that she was. Oh, look, saying she looked look good either way. Yeah, it's like and people that be like before and now. It's like people now that be looking at like Lizzo, like yo, Lizzo look amazing. I don't care what nobody say. I've seen people say that, or another celeb like Adele. They're like, yo, Adele still look good before she lost all this weight. Like, you know what I mean? Like she just looks. It just everything that was there then it's just amplified now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's how I say. Like I see somebody, I see a girl. And I see like a before and after picture. I'm like, yo, she, I mean, like you can tell like somebody's looks good. She's been like, pretty. She been pretty. She I mean, it's just now, it's just now, it's just, now, it's just whoa. Yeah. It's just like, whoa. I was like, oh, damn. Now you, you really, okay. Now you applying pressure now for real, you know, but you know, that, that's what it's about though. It's just about how you view yourself. You could be, you know, you, like you said, on like 600, my 600 pound life. You could but be they living feel like they the baddest. Yeah. Like, you know what, girl? Yeah. You are. If you happy, That's you facts. are the baddest, girl. The baddest on your block. Come on now. That's facts. Because I'm the baddest on mine. Yeah. It's all about how you carry yourself, too. You know, how you see yourself in the world. Um, I've had, <laughs> I've had discussions on, like, a, um, my another podcast I do, you know, a, a plug for that, uh, Call Me a Cab with some of my homies and stuff. We were talking about you know, what type of girl do you like her? You know, slim, you know, bigger. And then my, my homie was like, he's like, man, all these, he's like, bro, all these, um, he's like, all these skinny girls always make you do extra shit to get their attention and stuff like that. He's like, bro, I like, like, like having to call them all the time and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and go out on all these dates and stuff. He's like, man, I ain't got to do that with, with my, my girl, um, that might be plus, like plus size or something like that. We she's way more chill and down to earth. You feel me? Like ain't got to do no extra shit. You feel me? And I just, you know, I just was. We just talking about experiences with that and stuff like that. You know, um, it is it is interesting though how that works in a way. I mean, the dynamics of how society and the view of the perception of beauty. You know, it's like it's all comes from like a a European standpoint. 
like, you know, size zero and size one models and shit. Like, you know, like that, that's where it was like 10 years, 10, 15 years ago. That's what was in. That was what was hot. It wasn't cool for a girl to have ass and titties. Well, it was in like the black and brown community. Of course, I love, right. you know, I love, I love, a thick, right I love a big, a I love food. a big, big, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love a, a girl with some extra on it. I mean, that's just, you know, that's just how I was, you know, raised and stuff. Certain dudes, if you want, you know, if you like your girl to look like a 12 year old boy, you know what I mean? In terms of shape, I mean, that's what, hey, that's, that's your business. That's your business. That's you your know business. Uh, but see, the, the see it's changing well, now. You want her yeah. to look like uh, somebody, you know, that be talking about them ham hock arms? I got it. <laughs> them arms look like you be killing a <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like the more, yeah. Then you that's like, her business. I'm more pushing for the cushion, you feel me? Um, <laughs> no, um, more cushion for the pushing. For the more cushion for the pushing, yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and I, I see it now. The, the the beauty standards are changing. You see these these uh, ads. I see that Gap ad all the time with like mm-hmm. plus size girls dancing and stuff. I'm like, bro. So now it's cool. <laughs> now it's but that's cool. So normal, like it's that, that's that's realistic. What the, the the like 10, 15 years ago with girls being like zero t- size, like zeros and ones and shit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like I like slim. Model type chicks too, you feel me? But I prefer mm-hmm. thicker girls in general. Like that's just my my taste, you feel me? But I, for them to say that's what the beauty standard was, and looking at the world everyday life, and I'm not seeing that in real life. I'm like, bro, this is just some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like now yeah, they're open yeah. to it. Now they're open to what the real world is. A lot of girls, I mean, a lot of people in general are more so on the plus side of things, and that's okay. That's okay. There's beauty in it all, you know? And we all have our standards and we all have like our, believe it or not, like everybody got a type. They have a a taste that they have. I can't think of the word right now, but like they have, yeah, they have a preference. Thank you. They have a preference of who they like physically. And it doesn't mean like, oh, if I say I like men who have hair um, and no facial hair. Like who have like curly, I like men with curly hair and no facial hair. It doesn't mean like, oh, fuck bald headed men with beards. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's yeah. just that my preference is I like curly hair or I like dark skin or I like, you know, brown skin, whatever. It doesn't mean like, oh, F a light skinned dude or a white dude. No, that's not what I'm saying. I just usually prefer this type of person but it doesn't mean that those other people are ugly because they can still be good looking in their own. I'm not everybody's preference and that's okay. Cause in my mind, I choose me regardless. And that's what it really comes down to. Cause some, I think that's what it comes down to with like celebrities and stuff too. Cause with social media, they have everybody follow them. So like even the people that don't like them, still follow them and are going to comment and that may eat at somebody's self-esteem like if you see that shit you put on an outfit and people are like no that's not hitting like that's stupid that's crazy whack whatever whatever like you see that shit all the time you'll be like damn yeah i am whack maybe i am lame like yeah maybe it's true nah you gotta have thick ass skin like I think I could 
be a celebrity or whatever in that sense, but not as far as like the fakeness. Because for me, I couldn't be that fake to that extent, you know, like I'd probably be like a Cardi B. In my head, she's like my little cousin in my head. Like, because at the end of the day, you got to keep it real to a certain extent, but also let you have to be professional. Like, look, this I'm an artist. This is my job. But also let motherfuckers know I'm a real ass bitch too. Don't play with me. Yeah, you know, and even with like a Cardi B who's caught a lot of uh, backlash over her success, you know, of her becoming who she is today. And she even talked about her having plastic surgery and having mm-hmm. self-esteem issues and stuff like that. But, you know, she did it because she wanted to do it and, you know, wanted to you know, made her feel better and stuff like that. And even getting into stuff like politics and people like, you're just an entertainer, you know, shut up. You don't know nothing about politics. You know what I mean? Like certain things like that. You know what I mean? It's like, you still got to have that tough skin. Be like, you know, okay, I don't come from this background. You know, she comes from what the Bronx and stuff like that. So yeah, I didn't come from this background, but I'm interested in this stuff. You know, so I want to talk I mean, about, no, you know, right. Um, I yeah, didn't I mean, come from this, but guess what? I have some knowledge of it or I would like to gain knowledge of it. Yeah. So you gotta, you know, you gotta be able to, um, you know, just be able to take, you know, take the, the good with the bad and, um, People got to stop trying to gatekeep everything and allow people to grow. You know, that's what it's about in the world, right? If we want the world to keep going uh, to, well, to go into a better um, light, you know, uh, for a better future for our, our families and stuff like that, then we've got to, we've got to uh, compromise on certain things and allow people to be who they want to be and just let people, just let people be. I agree. I completely agree. So, um, yeah, we're at the 38 minute mark and I know you said you only had like a half hour, so I didn't want to yeah. keep you any longer. Cause yeah, it looks this like you about the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like you about to pass out right after Don't the, try ca- me. the camera start rolling. Do not try me. I'm over here looking like sleeping beauty, about to pass out princess, right. what's her name? princess Aurora. Princess Aurora. Okay. Okay. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, like, uh, like Marley says, you know, a short episode, but, uh, you know, wanted to, uh, come through and give the listeners some insight on something new. And, um, yeah, you know, as always, this podcast is wherever podcasts are hosted in terms of Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, um, uh, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and many more. So, you know, if you're listening on one of these platforms, we appreciate it. And, you know, we're also looking for constructive criticism, you know, that, that can always help to yeah, make the podcast absolutely. better. Let so, us know uh, how y'all feel about this shorter episode? Are you feeling it? Are you not feeling it? Let us know, as well as topics that you may like to hear us discuss and go into maybe deep sea dive into certain conversations. Let us know, you know, my social media on Instagram is uh, Marley underscore me. That's M A R L E Y underscore M I N G. And you can hit me up in the DMS and I definitely respond. So just let me know. Yes. And, um, 
you know, my my Instagram is uh, Don, which is uh, D-O-N, Stefan, S-T-E-P-H-O-N, and then X-X-I-V um, on Instagram. You know, you can hit me up or whatnot. You know, I'm um, I'm more mysterious with it, you feel me? I post just, I, I just like to post <laughs> stuff regarding my music and I just like to post interesting things. I'm, you never know. When I'm I on post, like that. I'm just here for the shits and giggles. I just post goofy, silly stuff. And it's usually man bashing. But I really love y'all men. I love men. I just love to give y'all a hard time at times as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's what it is, right? It's like an age-old thing. Well, it's an age-old debate between men and women, like, trying to understand one another, you know? That's just something that is just going to keep... Going on for, you know, ever. It ain't going to stop now. It's going to keep going. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, if you wanted to give us some, some constructive criticism, you know, we you can check us out on the, the um, on our SoundCloud. Well, it's hosted on the, the Divine Council podcast SoundCloud page. Um, and also on Apple Podcasts, that app, you can uh, leave a review. A five-star rating helps with visibility. And uh, yeah, you know, and uh, until ne- until next time, we'll, you know, we're gonna keep growing and keep uh, chasing at the dreams. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. All right, Sam Bam. Till next time, we'll talk to y'all later. All right, peace.